I want to talk to you this morning about being dead and then being alive. I heard a story just last week about a lady who had a special needs child. The boy was 11 years old and very, very sick. As you lay in bed, very weak, his mother came in and said, are you okay? And he's going, oh, whew, oh, it's hard work, mum. It's such hard work. She said, what's hard work? What are you doing? He said, climbing these stairs. It's such hard work. He said, I'm nearly there. He said, I've only got three more steps to go and I'll be there. His mother said, where are you going? Where is there? And he died. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. He'd been in the grave four days. What's it like? What is a body like or a carcass like? Four days without refrigeration. Smelly. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead and he said, Loose him and let him go. Lazarus left the grave, removed the grave clothes and began a new life. You know about Hezekiah? He didn't actually die, but he asked for extra time. Isaiah prayed and the Lord gave him 15 years. Lazarus was dead and became alive again through the power of Christ. This is our story. We too are or have been dead. And through the power of Christ, we've also been made alive again. God's people, in fact, are both dead and alive. Dead to the world and dead to worldly ways. Dead to sin and alive to Christ and by faith. We must live accordingly to that aliveness, the life we have in Christ. Being a Christian, a believer in God, folks, is a matter of life or death. Those who trust Christ are identified with him by the spirit in his death burial and resurrection as pictured in baptism. The old life is buried. We can consider it dead and walk in newness of resurrection life. Some of us use the argument that if God's grace comes down as a result of our sin, then we should sin more to receive more grace. It's a pretty weak argument. Paul explains in Romans 6 why such thoughts cannot be entertained. Christians died to sin. The specific theme of this dying to sin was at the point of salvation. And that's when you died to sin. 
when you asked Jesus to come into your life, and you must ask, you can't just say, Jesus arrived in my life and I've been a Christian for like forever. No, you must ask him to come in. It needs to be a conscious decision like baptism. Death, whether physical or spiritual, means separation, not extinction. Death means separation, not extinction. Death to sin is separation from sin's power, not the extinction of sin. Sin will still be there, whether you're dead to it or not. Being dead to sin means being set free from sin. And Paul asks, how can they live any longer? Obviously, believers cannot live in sin if they died to it. And even though we've died to sin, sometimes we can allow sin once again to reign in our mortal bodies. When sin reigns in our bodies, we push God out of our lives and take control ourselves. Remember that as Christians... We need to have God in charge of our lives. Paul reminds us that all who are baptised into Christ have been baptised into his death. The spiritual reality means that by faith believers are baptised or placed into Christ and therefore are united and identified with him. This baptism by water is the visible picture of the spiritual truth. Chris, can we have Galatians 3.27 up, please? For all of you who were baptised in the Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. And this verse talks about a different baptism. It talks about being clothed with Christ. Believers have become sons of God, which involves a living union with Christ. This is the baptism of or in the Holy Spirit, which joins all believers to Christ and unites them within the church, which is in fact Christ's body. This union with him means being clothed with Christ. And today, as Kerry rose up out of the water, folks, he was clothed with Christ. Okay, you can take the verse away. Thanks, Chris. So we are both baptised into Christ and clothed with Christ. What does this mean? We are placed into Christ through baptism and we have a living union with Christ by being clothed with him. Do you understand what it means to be clothed with Christ? Let me see. Kerry is clothed with a suit. Pat is clothed with a cardigan. Patricia is clothed with a cardigan. Hank is clothed with a shirt. Uh, 
So we are clothed with Christ. Do you understand? We put Jesus on like a jacket, like clothing. Are you going to walk down the street naked? No. It's probably not a good look. But, so we wear clothes. But for those people who live in this planet or on this planet and don't have Christ, they are walking naked because they are not clothed with Christ. They have no garment of righteousness. We're placed into Christ through baptism and we have a living union with Christ by being clothed with him. The clothes that Christ gives us is the baptism and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That is our clothes. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three in one, one in three. All the same, thinking the same, and the part of God that is here on the planet is our clothing, the Holy Spirit. We have come out from under the law... Sorry, we've come out from under a life of law and punishment into a life of grace of God. Jesus took our punishment for us. If you get a speeding ticket, who pays? No. Yes, but it's the registered the responsibility of the registered owner of the vehicle. So if I'm speeding in Hank's car and the camera goes off, I don't get the bill, do I? Hank gets it. And then he looks at the date and he goes, Hey Pastor, we need to talk. Okay? But it is his responsibility. And so it is our responsibility when it comes to having our punishment dealt with that we must confess because no one else, Hank can't take my punishment for me. But do you know that Jesus took my punishment for me and he took your punishment for you. So does that mean that if a sin is committed, you will be punished for it? No, it doesn't. How can you be? The punishment's already been taken. That's an interesting concept, isn't it? The punishment has already been taken. Does that mean we can sin more and more? No. No, it doesn't. But it means that you can't be punished and it means that God doesn't go around punishing people because we live in a time of grace. And you've got from this moment right now until your point of death to make good and repent for any sin that is apparent in your life. 
In the Roman society, when a youth became of age, he was given a special toga. That's clothing. Which gave him, when he put this toga on, it gave him the full rights of the family and the state and indicated there was a grown-up son. In the same way, the Galatian believers laid aside the old garments of the law and put on Christ's robe of righteousness, which grants full acceptance before God. Who would want to put on again the old clothing? Well, you just wouldn't, would you? be silly. The old man or the old nature or our old nature, folks, was nailed to the cross with Jesus. It was crucified. And in that sense, just as as Kerry has gone through the baptism through the waters of baptism, his old life is still has been drowned in a sense. His old life has been drowned. It he has died to his old life and now he has come up out of the waters of baptism to begin a new life with Christ. The phrase, the body of sin, does not mean that a human's body is sinful in itself. It means that one's physical body is controlled or ruled by sin. This is the condition of each believer before conversion. In their conversion to Christ, the believer is actually set free from sin. And part of that being set free is an awareness, a conscious awareness of sin. Now, most people have an awareness of the bad sins, let's say. Murder. It's a bad sin, isn't it? And not too many people go around murdering murdering others because they have this conscious awareness that taking someone's life is bad. But then there are other sins (coughs) like... hmm, Fudging the truth a little bit. Not really bad. I could say, did you hear what happened to Mrs Jones the other day? She slipped on a banana skin and hurt herself. And then that person says, oh, Did you hear that Mrs Jones slipped on a banana skin and broke her hip? And then someone will say, oh, did you hear that Mrs Jones is in a really bad car accident, she's got whiplash, a broken hip, and she's in hospital for three years? Fudging the truth. Okay. It's a funny story, isn't it? Poor old Mrs Jones. But is that as bad a sin as murder? Taking someone's life? It's just the same, isn't it? Sin, sin, in that sense. So, 
people who don't have Christ don't have the full awareness of the sinful nature. And they conduct themselves in a manner that is perhaps lawful to the land, but unlawful to God. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought, well, I can obey the laws of the land and be a good Christian? Oh, so that means you can get married to someone of the same sex. It means you can have abortions. Um, It means you can live with someone of the opposite sex without getting married. These are all legal in Australia and you can do those things and you're not breaking any laws at all. But when you come up out of the waters of baptism, this realisation that you are now clothed with Christ, you don't operate under the law of the land anymore, but you operate under God's law. And you can sin and you won't be punished for it today, but you hold that sin unrepentant in your heart and on judgment day, you'll need to give an account. And I don't know what the results are going to be. But I do know what the results will be in respect to unforgiveness. If you don't show forgiveness to others, then forgiveness will not be shown to you. As for other sins, I reckon they fall in a similar category. So in their conversion to Christ, a believer is set free from sin. The old man or the old nature is crucified with Christ. And that is the basis for deliverance from the enslavement from sin. Anyone who has died has been freed from sin. Now I'm not talking about people like Pat and Chris who have died and come back to life again. I'm talking about people who have died and stay dead. Once you die, you're free from sin, aren't you? You don't see corpses doing too much these days. (laughs) When someone dies, they are set free from sin. They literally have been justified or declared righteous. Sin no longer has its legal right to force its mastering conduct on a believer because they have also died to sin. Once you have died to sin, it does not have mastery over you. Whether it's a physical death or a spiritual death. You now have the choice to decide will yes or no when the temptation comes. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You decide. You have the power right from when Adam and Eve sinned. We have the power to choose right from wrong. Yes or no. The temptation comes. Will I or won't I? 
Will I tell a lie? Yes or no? Or will I... Whatever it might be. Believers who are identified with Christ by faith are to count themselves dead to sin, but alive, alive to Christ. And since they are dead to its power, Romans 6.2, thanks Chris, they ought to recognise that fact and not continue in sin. They are to realise that they have new life in Christ and we share his resurrection life. Romans 6.2 says, By no means we are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Let's recap. Who's on communion, Dennis? Good boy. Let's recap. Dennis ra- uh, Jesus raised Lazarus. <laughs> Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead and said, loose him and let him go. And Lazarus left the grave, got rid of the grave clothes and began a new life. We too have been loosed from the power and the effect that sin has upon our lives. That means that we can live differently. Instead of just attending church, we can have a relationship with Jesus based on our identification with him. Thanks, Chris. Don't let sin reign in your mortal body. Don't offer parts of your body as instruments of wickedness. In other words, if your hand is shoplifting cherry ripes, Speak to the hand and say, don't do it anymore. The Bible says to cut it off. They do that in the Middle East if you steal, you know that? And you might see a few with one hand missing, but you don't see too many with both missing. You learn quickly, don't you? But you can also cut off your hand, not literally, But say in here and make a decision in your heart, I will not do this thing anymore. It causes me to stumble, no matter what it is. So the hand is an instrument of the body and it can become an instrument of wickedness. So can the tongue, believe it or not. It's only small, but sometimes it can waggle in the wrong way and cause a lot of trouble. Instead, offer yourselves to God. Offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. How is your connection with God? Casual, part-time or full-time? It's like getting a job, isn't it? Be casual. Some people are pretty casual, aren't they? (laughs) But how is your relationship with God? Is it casual? Is it part-time? Or is it full-time? People talk about tithing, you know, 10%. Have you ever thought about tithing your time and giving God 2.4 hours every day? 
Oh my goodness, two and a half hours a day? Wow, how can I do that? Think about it. God's not interested in 10% of anything. You know that? He wants the whole deal. He wants everything. He wants your whole life. Just what the... You don't even get 90%. You don't even get 10%. You get Jesus 100%. You give to him and he'll give you everything. Ephesians says every spiritual blessing. That's not like 10%, is it? Or 20 or 30 or 99.999? Remember... Think and ponder every decision you make every day and ask the question, will this thought lead to sinful practice? Will this thought lead to sinful practice? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the message of the gospel that through Christ we can be identified in baptism as being dead to sin and alive to Christ. We pray and ask today, Lord, that you'll help us in every way, in every day, to fulfil the desires that you have for our life. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.